Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Girls No Filter. I'm Jess and I'm here with Kelly. Hi. And Gabs. Hey. How are we this week? Talk to me. Do you know what? I always find the hey so good on these podcasts. We need to find another way to introduce ourselves. So I feel like I almost hold my breath and go hey (laughs) when when I'm waiting to say I feel like it's fine because it's our thing now. It's like I'm here with my besties. Hey. Hey. I know, but when I see us here with our microphones and I see our little names popping up on the screen, I feel like we're about to introduce a girl band and be like, Jessica, can you handle this? Gabrielle, can you handle (laughs) this? Maybe that's how Kelly, can you handle this? I don't think you can handle this. Yeah, maybe that's how we should actually do it every week. This week's guest I'm ridiculously excited for. I only met this person in the last few months and he has brought such joy to my life. I feel like I spoke about it in another podcast, how some people you meet and you just want to be around them 24 seven because they're hilariously funny and just brilliant and amazing. And that is who we've got on this week. And I'm so happy we've got him on here. It is the one and only David Weekender or David Potts from karaoke club with me and all the weekender programs it's david hello can we have one of your higher hums (laughs) (laughs) that was a really special Uh, that was so seductive i felt great doing that How are you? I'm so good, thank you. I'm literally so good. You look good. amazing. Have you had a spray tan or have you been in the sun? No, I've been on my Jolly Bobs for two weeks. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You just went on your holidays, didn't Greece. you? It was stunning. Tits out by the pool and all that. It was beautiful. Oh, you escaped. Oh, I was you got out of here. <laughs> no, I did I it. have never seen someone do karaoke so much on a holiday and that's coming from me. Oh, yeah. my God. You really? Actually... Literally oh, every night. single night I was doing karaoke after karaoke. Well, no karaoke. wonder you're so bloody good at it on the show oh, then. Honestly, it's just, it's my forte. I think I'm going to have to be a professional karaoke singer. So when this show <laughs> came up, was it literally like dream show for you? I just thought, get drunk, sing, perform. Absolutely, that is a bit of me. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? That is so good. So David... What have you got coming up? With the whole Weekender thing, how often do you do that? So we film Weekender either once or twice a year. Depends if we're doing just a week weekend or sometimes we do like a spin-off version of it as well. So we'll do that, but it's only like a month at a time. And then we have to do like promotional work and like uh, green screens in London. But the main shoot is like a month long. Do you enjoy it? Love it, but it's uh, like hefty. Like, I was going to say, drinking every night. Every night, during the day, five hours sleep a night for a month. Oh, my God. Oh, my it God. It is literally go hard or go home. Like, it's, like, serious, but it's unreal. I love it. Really? It's so How much How many fun. series have you done? Six. Is that how many there's been? No, there's been three that they did in Magaluf, and then there's been one in Ibiza that I started on series two of Ibiza. Right, okay. So you've been in most of them then? Yeah, and then obviously when I started was when they actually finally hit a million viewers. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just saying. 
<laughs> you are TV gold, David. You really are. By the way, girls, don't call David Dave. I did that on the show, and, and I got a, a stern. You just did it earlier. Like, I wondered if he's minded. That's why. That's why I ignored her. Yeah, I ignored her. Oh, sorry. I, I've been trying hard to just say David. He's like, it's not Dave. It's David. I was like, oh shit. Because like, I don't okay. even suit David. Never mind Dave. Like when I see uh, Dave, I just think builders ass crack hanging out with like a dirty bacon. <laughs> David's bacon more civilized. Yeah, I think David is more suited to you, but it's weird because I do automatically just abbreviate everyone's names. Me too. Yeah. Sorry, David. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if someone calls me David, I go Ed. (laughs) 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 Like Ed on the end. (laughs) David, how did you get into Ibiza Weekend? I always wonder how things like that come about. Were you like a rep and then just got approached? Like, how did it work? So it was actually really random. So I used to be a horse riding instructor years ago. Did and you? then, yeah, and then I worked I for Royal Bank of Scotland. <laughs> Imagine me working in a bank. <laughs> anyway, I knew I was going to get sacked because I used to get told off all the time for talking, messing around, laughing. And like, it's obviously a really serious job. I used to literally mess up everybody's bank accounts all the time. No, like, no. like, people out of like ISAs with thousands and thousands of savings and I had to like transfer it into the next tax year and I'd just mess it all up. No. Oh yes, yeah, so if you bank with Royal Bank of Scotland, I've probably put your money <laughs> you in someone else's account. You were the reason they went under. <laughs> yeah. If you're missing Did five grand, under? that's why. It was solely down to you. <laughs> yeah, literally. But then um, my friend literally sent me the link on Facebook and it was on a job website and I just thought, do you know what? I'll give it a go. I'll fill it in and see what happens. I've never thought about being ever being on TV. It's never something I'd ever like wanted to do. And then they did literally didn't contact me for like six months. I got a new job at Tesco Mobile at this point on the phone, customer service. Thanks for calling Tesco Mobile. David speaking. Can I take your mobile number, please? And then <laughs> you've got such one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, they literally rang me and took up my full dinner break. I've, I had a, like a telephone interview. I was fuming. I was like, I've literally wasted my entire dinner break. And then... <laughs> Did you get to eat? Well, no, I didn't. So I was obviously fuming. <laughs> so I went and got a sausage roll and sat at the desk eating it. <laughs> and then um, they literally, it was really quick from then. Like within two weeks, I was on the show. Like I just oh did like a God. face-to-face audition and then the group audition. Oh, wow. Amazing. And, and how many years is that now that you've been in the industry, David? David? Five. Five. Yeah, so I started in 2015. Do you feel like you don't know anything different or do you feel like you're still a newcomer or do you feel like this is your life now? Or I find it really weird. Like sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm used to it. And then sometimes like things happen. I just think, what is going on? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. if people recognise you or... When people like recognise me, I just, I'm kind of, at first I was like, you are right? Like... <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And I'd be like, people recognise me. It was so weird. But then, like, it's obviously really nice that people obviously do. But then it's that's something where I'm just kind of used to it now. But some, like, I think some people were born to be on TV for whatever reason, and you're definitely one of those people. You're too charismatic and hilariously naturally funny <laughs> to not be shown on TV. Like, oh, it's like the GC. On. Yeah. Like Gemma. Imagine she hadn't gone on TV. Like, it'd be criminal. Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. all have missed that, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah that is mean? so true, yeah. And I think what but makes you... are one you, of them, definitely. What makes you so watchable, David, and is similar to Gemma, is you just don't give a shit. You just no, don't, don't give a shit what people think of you, what you say. It's, so it's real, 
what's that expression like big brother viewing because you're completely you know compelling. exactly what you're seeing yeah. is you and that's so compelling to watch because also you're very witty and i think that's a you can't you're you hilarious can't that in someone oh, absolutely you. you're the ultimate girl oh my god you're the boy no filter your boy yeah. no filter, aren't you? Uh, boy <laughs> no boy filter. No filter. Can yeah. you keep picking me up, please? Because I'm literally living for this right now. <laughs> uh, on that note, um, boys, let's talk dating. Oh, God. I know. I don't know your dating history. I'm uh, the worst dater in the entire world. How, like, any, huh? I said I'm literally the worst dater in the entire world. Oh, God, oh you must have some us. stories. So I just go for people that I shouldn't go for. Like, for a start, well, there's been, the first person I ever started dating, he just ended up being a bit of a freak, just, like, really clingy and weird and, like, used to send me videos of him, like, lip-syncing to songs, but it was, like, steaming and it was really cringy, like... <laughs> Like Cheryl Cole fight for this love, and he'd just be like absolutely steaming, like we got a five five. Yeah. <laughs> and I just literally used to be like gasping, like you are literally making me feel physically sick. So I'm gonna have to stop speaking to you. And then I went down the route of I literally like wouldn't speak to anyone that was gay because I just felt like I'm gonna have this experience again. So then I used to have like Tinder and I used to literally like change my gender to female. So then all the male boys come up. No I'm not even joking. I genuinely had more matches like doing that. Yeah, but were they gay? Well, Obviously no. Not. not originally. So not originally. No, yeah, sometimes oh, they change, don't they? Yeah. Sometimes they like to treat themselves. Like the guy, <laughs> a guy I was speaking to ages ago, he'd never literally been with a boy in his entire life. I was literally just, like speaking to for like five months. Literally every single day we went to Alton Towers for the weekend together. I met oh one of God. his kids. He had five kids, so I was basically no. a step. What? I was basically but this a... does happen a lot, like where mm. they like yeah, like midway through life you suddenly realise you're gay, which is not a bad thing. It's just it's yeah, I guess it's one of those things where, but I can't believe like you actually put your Tinder thing on as a woman <laughs> to attract men. I mean, that is What's hilarious. crazy about that is that you got more matches. You would, all your attributes would have been the same, but I presume all you changed was gender. Yeah. Which and is picture, really weird. Or did you just whack a wig on? No, I kept my actual pictures on. Oh. So no one knew you at that time, like in the public eye? Yeah. Oh. This wasn't that long ago. This was probably like last year. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So bring us up to speed. What is going on with your dating? Did you find it difficult when you came out gay? Like, when did you come out gay, if you don't mind me asking? How old were you? Um, So I came out when I was 16, so literally the summer of me leaving high school because I went to, like, literally the worst school in Bolton. It was awful. Like, where we used to get... Well, I used to get, like, bullied really badly, obviously, for being gay. Literally, just as soon as I left high school, I just, like, blossomed into this... Came into your own. Yeah, I just felt, like, so much more confident and then I come out and I was just so much happier because I was such a little gimp in school. Had you not come out to your family before that? Had you literally just hidden it from everyone but known you were gay? Yeah, I hid it for years. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you date girls? you first realised you were gay? Sorry, Kel. So many questions. <laughs> I must have been about 12, 13. Yeah. 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 Like young, you know, like when you just start to obviously get attracted to people. Yeah. I just kind of knew straight away. Yeah. And it was, it was like, I did have girlfriends though. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's normal. Like, I, I always laugh when I think about it because the fact of me with a girlfriend just makes me absolutely die because I am a girl anyway, <laughs> basically. Oh. And and how how was it received? Like, were, were your family supportive and were your friends supportive? Yeah, so my dad was like a policeman and so, I, so he was like really strict when we were younger, so I was like so scared. But he was so, so, like, fine with it. Like, oh, my mum, my dad, my brothers. I've not got any sisters, I've just got two brothers. Everyone's absolutely fine with it. So it was, it was really positive, really, to be fair. Oh, good. That's nice to hear. Yeah. And so did you, what I was going to say is, did you find dating um, in the public eye different to dating when you weren't in the industry as a gay man? Yes, yeah, so much different now because... It's happened to me twice where I've been started speaking to somebody and then it's just ended up not really being for the right reasons. And I can always tell when somebody's like being a bit of a bag because they start asking like about TV shows like constantly and it's just a bit like a bit weird. And then one guy that I was actually speaking to that I met on Celebs Go Dating was, I was speaking to him for a little bit after and then he ended up turning up on the last series of A Beef A Weekender. Oh, God. Just randomly? You didn't know who was coming? Randomly. It was just so weird. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And I was, like, speaking to him to a little bit, and then all of a sudden, like, I just was... I just... As soon as he left, I basically never spoke to him again. (laughs) See you, stalker. (laughs) I was like, bye. Bye, (laughs) But then that wasn't over. It wasn't (gasps) over. He was speaking to production companies who were doing, like, little shows, like, One Night With My Ex or dinner with my ex or and he was just trying his utmost hardest to get me on a show get to go on a show with him so fame hungry starving for it absolutely (laughs) starving for it he was and then really recently MTV were in contact because they wanted me to do a show with him and I'm literally like I am not giving him any airtime. I don't even like want to speak to him well, anyway, Saturday just gone. He literally just, he literally messaged me on WhatsApp, like, you are right. I just literally ignored him. And then he blocked me the day after because I ignored him. No, oh, my God, the dramatic. dramatic. Oh, honestly, like, I just can't even cope. Oh, my God. But you are dating at the minute? So it's actually very new, but I have, li- like, I've literally been on two dates in the past week with someone. I thought, I'm going to go for somebody. Ooh. I'm going to speak to somebody. Well, it wasn't on Tinder either. He literally just slid onto the DMs on Instagram. Oh, that's a great one. And then he was making me laugh because he was, like, drunk, but he was, like, sending me these really funny pictures with funny captions of himself. But, like, different angles. It was a bit gimpy, but it was making me really laugh. So I was just like, and he was like, please, can I take you out? And I thought, do you know what? Why not? Absolutely. Why not indeed? He's 6'2". Like, he's got a good good career. Like, he's got drive, motivation. He wants to do well. And I just think, that's what I need. Yeah. Someone with a bit of motivation. That's I know, really yeah, nice. I can't wait. So cute. Do you know what I was going to so ask? Um, in one of our, I think it was our very first episode, girls, of for this podcast, we were talking about dating and we talked about paying the bill. Yeah. Was that our very yeah. first episode? Yeah. So David, I'd love your point of view on this because obviously this is incredibly yeah, stereotypical. We've yeah. talked yeah. about our expectations as women of men footing the bill on the first date. And there yeah. are lots of people that can listen to this and think, what an outdated point of view. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. And so yeah. are the girls. Mm-hmm. What's your point of view on two guys dating? Who gets the bill? What happens? It really does my head when people, when like gay men go, we should just split it on every day. I mean, why? No. Somebody pay, somebody just pay. Yeah. So like, like somebody <laughs> pay. Is that because of the awkwardness of like, 
working it out and you just rather you take account for it and then I'll do the next one or yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not being funny I'm I pay for half of my lasagna I'll pay for half of your oh, garlic yeah, bread thanks. like do you know what I mean one of you just pay for the bill and then the one of the next one pay for yeah, the bill the next, next time one, exactly. Like I paid for the bill on the first day, it were only forty quid, and then the second way place where it was just under hundred, and he had to pay for it. All <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Nando's. Yeah. That was handy. And then we went when, when we went out with him. I was like, let's go to this steakhouse, and I'll get the fillet steak. I'm <laughs> <laughs> already drinking pay, champagne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, no, but do you know what? He's like he's not my usual type. He's younger than me, which I've never ever gone for. Right. But he's just really, really nice and he gives me so much attention. Like, he texts me all the time and I need constant attention. Yeah. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> yeah. I need it. Why have you not texted me yet? <laughs> I am high maintenance. David, you, you mentioned that you were bullied at school. And yeah. obviously, it's, is that, it's so sad to think of that you know, I don't know if that was for being gay, but yeah, obviously people have suffered discrimination for yeah. their sexuality in the past. I think like nowadays, would you say it's fair to say that maybe it's easier and people don't suffer as much in today's society, like with the support of the LGBTQ community plus community and yeah. maybe back then when you were younger or even generations before that it was harder but like now in today's society it might be easier yeah I mean homophobia is definitely still a thing like it's still massively a thing however it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be I feel like a lot more people are willing to accept it which is obviously nice but it is still out there like like, I mean, there are still trolls that message me, no. like, homophobic abuse and stuff like that, but I'm... I wonder if, like, in, like, 30 years, the next few generations, it will most... It, it's got to get better because yeah. they would never have had that kind of upbringing where it was... It, you you could say things that were really, like, awful but yeah. and get away with it, whereas, like, the next generations to come won't be able to get away with it as much. So, actually, as a general society, people will be a lot less homophobic. Yeah. Yeah, it's just awful, isn't it? It's the same, like, homophobia. It's the same as, that like, with racism as well. Like, a lot more people are willing to accept people of other races, which they should, but it's still out there. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's still a really bad thing. But, yeah, we can just yeah. hope that people get a grip. Like, Philip Schofield is a perfect example of um, maybe this situation and how he wasn't comfortable to come out, you know, within his whole marriage until yeah. this point, until 2020, and it's not until today and, you know, in our society now. But maybe that does say a lot about how far we've come. Yeah, I mean, it's just obviously really sad that I presume, that obviously, Philip will have had an inkling for however many years, but yeah, he just yeah. feels like it's took it, it's took this many years for things to develop, for him to feel comfortable to be able to do it, which I find really sad that however many years ago he wasn't, he didn't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, yeah. so sad. I mean, it's obviously nice that we've got to a point now where people do feel comfortable, but again, it's still not 100%, but with, like, obviously the help of the LGBTQIA+, and everything like that, I think it obviously is helping a lot of people at the moment. And 
like when I speak to people and they like tell me that their children are in high school and they're gay and like people in school don't they don't even get bullied some sometimes I mean I'm not saying they don't people don't but a lot of a lot of people are a lot more accepting of it now I guess it's just when we were at school girls like you would throw the word lesbian out as a slur wouldn't you yeah not so much to the boys about being gay, but as a girl at school, we if you think about it, that you someone would throw the word, oh, lesbian, out, wouldn't they, as a slur at mm. school, in our generation at that age, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. We were yeah, definitely doing almost that. almost as if it's an insult. It, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's all just because it's not the norm. That's the thing, isn't it? If, yeah. you're, if you're a bit fat, it's not the norm. If you're a bit too skinny, it's not the norm. So it's always an insult, isn't it? But yeah, it's hopefully things are changing and it's getting better. So... Do you feel part of a community now? Do you feel like, you know, in the past however many years, it's been over, well, not not quite a decade actually since you came out. Do you feel like you're in a community and you've got loads of support around you? Yeah, I just feel like so much. I feel like it's just a lot. It's just a happier community. Like it's not as secretive. I feel like people can are free to express how they want to be, which how it should be all along. And I just feel like it is a massive community that not just gay people are a part of. I feel like there's there's straight boys, there's straight girls out there that love being as in part of the community. Like some mm-hmm. some like my girl mates absolutely love coming going to the gay village in Manchester. Like they love it. They're like, it's the best night out they've ever been on. Yeah. And even their boyfriends, even their boyfriends are like, it's so amazing. It's such a good night. Yeah. Because you can be who you want to be and nobody's going to judge you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whereas when you go, what they call straight. And the most fun ever. Yeah. Yeah. And like when you go to like the places, what they class as in quotation, straight clubbing, there can be a lot of judging. I mean, I'm not saying there's no judging in the gay community because I can't say that because there will be, but like people argue and stuff like that and it's just like people don't want to go on a night to argue they want to have a they want to have a shot of tequila into a slot drop yeah <laughs> absolutely you know exactly. I mean? have you been out to Mykonos yet David no I really oh you've to go. got to go we we went there for my Hindu and there's oh. quite a big gay community in Mykonos isn't there yeah and we went to it. one absolutely. of the clubs out there called Jackie O's which has got the most amazing drag queens and just yeah. full of beautiful gay men who yeah. are just like Adonises and me and the girls weren't we we were right in the middle of everyone <laughs> we yeah. just we had, that was one of we had the night. best night Brilliant. the music the entertainment the, yeah. like even just the vibe from the crowd was so positive and happy and just everyone just wanted to have a good night there was no aggravation and like you'd get in a like you say straight clubbing in inverted commas it's just yeah. it was a completely different level of vibe it was amazing yeah everyone just it. wants to have a good time and put on a performance and yeah that's what you should absolutely. be doing on a night out do you know what i mean oh yeah, god yeah absolutely changing the subject david for the listeners point of view before we started recording david was said that he's on a diet and yes I know uh, that you're on a big weight loss journey and I'd love to hear about it if you if you want to go there. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been doing a diet called Exantates with this company. It's basically a calorie deficit diet, calorie carotid diet, which just helps you to control how you intake on calories every day because I feel like that's what it's about. Like Calorie deficit is the way yeah. that you apparently lose weight. But I think it's like not really about what you eat. It's like how much you're eating and your calorie deficit. As long as you're under your calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just here yeah, on this massive journey. I want to be a skinny bitch and I literally want to walk down the street dodging grids because I'm scared to death of falling down <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> 
What, what is your goal? <laughs> I'm literally going to be like, it's wig. Like, no, I, it wouldn't be right. No. I, mean, I can't, no. You want to be strong, not skinny. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Aria. Bob, Bobby from Towie. Did you see his body <gasps> transformation? Yes. Absolute glow up. I mean, he shreds McGay, in it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, well, he used to like he used to literally say to me, "Oh, Jess, I just want to be like the boys. I want to be like I want to be ripped and you know have muscles." And I was like, "You can do it. You can do it." And he's actually done it and looks insane. So it just shows you, doesn't it? Like anything is possible. It'd be like me getting absolutely shredded. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'm sure you so look amazing. You, are you tra- you're training as well? I've seen you PT twice this week or more? Twice this week and I've got one tomorrow as well. Ooh. Oh. Honest Check God, I'm not out. even joking. I did yesterday. My arms are absolutely ragging. Oh. Like, Do you really stretch oh. Do you like Do you know working what? out? I actually, after it, well, after after an hour after it, because within the hour of I finished, I'm literally sat in the car park about to be throw up like it's that intense but then after it, I just I just think amazed after it I just feel amazed and I just think go on like yeah, yeah. I can feel so but the, but the feeling before when you have to walk in when I oh, sat in the car park waiting to go in there I'm just thinking just drive <laughs> drive off and never speak Shut to him again drive, <laughs> drive off and, and like, get go to the McDonald's straight to McDonald's yeah. I mean yeah it is just it's that horrible battle isn't it no my yeah. my bit is put, putting my gym stuff on I, I lay in bed and I'm like right you know the, the time's pending you've got yeah. to go and I'm like oh do I go do I not and then as soon as my gym clothes are on that's it I'm committed I've got to go yeah but it's the actual getting to that point see I wear gym clothes most so days and I don't work out so that's <laughs> just do you know what I did this morning for George? He was sitting on the couch and he was like, I really need to go to the gym, but I really can't be bothered and I need some motivation. And I was on my laptop and I played Eye of the Tiger. Great one. <laughs> and it went... And he was like, right, I'm going to go. I went, that's made a difference, hasn't it? And he went, it has. A bit of music, the right track on the at the right time. Yeah, it does I'm literally clicking through my Spotify playlist trying to find the tune before I get to the gym and I'm like... I need something with a beat, and I'm like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I am the tiger, babe. It's the yeah. one. Yeah, I find it's helpful good. when you're running, Jess. I know you hate running, but when I'm running, if you've got really great music on, it just spurs Definitely. you on so much better. Yeah. yeah. I like oh. listening to really so- slow songs when I'm running, though. I very rarely run, but when I what? do, yeah, I have Sorry, like, what? yeah, I have really <laughs> slow, like, I have proper ballads on, and. Yeah, Warren's like, how on earth can you run to that? Shall I tell you what is the best running song ever? Fact. I used to run to it like all the time in the fields behind my old hat flat. Iron Tiger? (laughs) No. Purple Rain. Really? Oh my God, the best. By Prince? It builds, yes, it builds, it builds, it builds. And then you've got the bit at the end where it's like um, the guitar, the electric guitar is, oh, it's just the best. I mean, that is the kind of song I would listen to. And it's like eight minutes long or something stupid, yeah. Wow. It's a great running track. David, what is your, like, on your weight loss journey, what's the thing that you are missing that to eat? Like, what's your vice? Is it alcohol? Is it chocolate? Is it savoury? Do you know what? So I do have like one day, like a, I do have one cheat meal a week. Otherwise, yeah. I'd end up dying. Yeah. Well, obviously, I wouldn't, and that's a bit dramatic. But like that's just me. I'd feel like I'd die. So I do still have it, but like I am a snacker. Yeah. Oh, me too. Like and gun to my head, there is no way in hell I would be able to choose over sweet or savoury. I need both. <laughs> Like when someone says sweet or savoury, I say both. I need crisp, sweets, and chocolate. 
every single night when I'm watching a film. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm missing the most. Like just Maybe laying you there. Maybe with... watching films. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you having as your as your healthy snacks? So I'll have like Greek yogurt with strawberries in it. It's boring. It's so Do you know, a little boring. trick to that: shave dark chocolate on top because dark chocolate is like really not that bad. Shave that, and then you feel like you're having a bit of like. Does it taste like dark chocolate? Because I can't stand dark chocolate. Oh, you're fucked. Great milk chocolate on it then. Yeah. Just put an Oreo on Basically, just give up the diet and enjoy your life. No, do you know what you should do? Have an apple sliced, dipped in peanut butter. Best. Oh. That is actually such a good snack. Honestly, David, it's so good. It's a game changer. Peanut butter. Slice, yeah, yeah. Like obviously not loads, but like a good kind of, you know. <laughs> That's a whole jar. <laughs> <laughs> I do it's that really, sometimes. And it fills you up as well, like a full apple, like yeah. sliced. Oh, yeah. nice. The worst is um, British Bake Off. When that is on, uh, oh. it kills me and George, kills us off. We're like, right, go and get the Battenberg and pick up some French fancies <laughs> while there as well. <laughs> cake, cake is like, oh, the oh. best. And donuts. Oh, Krispy oh, Kreme originals. I literally ate nearly a whole cho- Terry's chocolate orange like big big bar today like I was just like I was a bit hungover and I just looked at it in the fridge and I was like why are you picking off squares fucking eat the whole thing yeah eat the whole thing but like one of the big bars not like a I bet we, it wasn't Jess we are constantly trying to be good as well though aren't we girls like and when did you feel like happiest with your body and your your weight and most Marbella sort of confident <laughs> you remember when you were most confident strutting down Marb's beach yeah is that Mine was Dubai days? a few years ago. Yeah, I felt really good. Mine was 1993 when I come out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but was that when you were at your skinniest then, girls? Or was it just when you felt confident because of the whole, like, yeah, when I just I'd didn't done my care. fitness thing? So my body was like, I actually had abs, yeah. like proper abs. I remember like, actually when you. On a yeah, good day. Yeah. Was that the, the pictures, Jess, where you were on the paddleboard? Yeah. Those pictures. No, no, no. That was when. That was as well, but no, it was actually a few years ago, like not then, but I just yeah. felt really strong and I had like muscle and I need to get back to it, but I just can't. It's the dieting. I just fucking can't do it. It's the dieting. I wish that I literally could exercise four times a week, three or four times a week, but eat whatever I wanted. I love oh. that. Oh no, I'd much rather not exercise at all and eat rabbit That's food. I, no, I, 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 I don't think you're mad. Yeah. You're mad. Why would you do Imagine that? Imagine being able Working to out eat whatever you wanted. As well. like, it makes you feel good. The most Imagine being I've able been, to eat The most confident I've been though is when I was pregnant. That was the most confident with my body. Can you yeah, be? Yeah, I bet. Because you didn't have to pretend to be skinny. Yeah, you were tiny. <laughs> you already had the bump there, so And you fine. looked insane. Yeah, but like, you're not, you're not tiny. Over. You're not tiny at all. You just, you find like this new love for your body. And honestly, I had cellulite. I had stretch marks for the first time. Not cellulite for the first time, stretch marks for the first time. I've always had cellulite. But yeah, you you find this new love. And obviously you don't care about like if you are carrying a bit of extra weight or how your arms look or how your cheeks or your double chin looks in a photo and it's really weird because you always think you're going to be happiest at your skinniest and I was happy when my skinniest was before I got married 
I was happy then, but actually when I look back and I think about my body, I was happiest when I was nine months pregnant, about to give birth. Oh, that's really, really sweet. That's so that refreshing. is really, really nice. Weird though, isn't uh, it? Do you know Good what I can't you. wait to wear <laughs> when I'm preggers is I think a fitted, knitted bodycon dress because then you don't have to hold your stomach in. Yeah. How lovely oh. that you purposely have a big old stomach in that and knitted bodycon dress. The like, I'm pregnant, oh. I'm what? Yeah, exactly. I kind of wish I could get pregnant just so I could excuse, <laughs> like, a takeaway every night. I'm like, I'm you pregnant. Know, 2020 at the minute, David, anything's possible. I could be the first boy to get pregnant. Yeah, they're eating for two thing, Co is rubbish, right? Eating for two. Oh, yeah, it's complete rubbish. Don't dash but, my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you the, no because people say, oh, eat for two, as in basically double what you're eating, but actually you only need about an extra 200 or between 200 and 500 calories a day. That's, that's a Mars bar a day, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but you're not effectively having two meals. So, um, yeah. Well, on that note, I think we'll let David go and uh, make some babies. And <laughs> <laughs> go and have dinner. On. More like. <laughs> oh, no, thank You've you been so amazing. much. Thank oh, you. We've loved having you on, David, and I just want to say a massive thank you and oh, love no, you loads. Thank and, you so yeah. much. So nice to meet you, David. Yeah, it's been oh, fun. thank you. You're an thank absolute you. dream. And thank you see so you much. soon, my darling. Lovely to meet you, girl. Nice to meet Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.